miss us you had to miss us i know you miss us i missed you i, I know they you, missed Casey. us too because yeah we got these spoiled at. little brats of listener i'm sorry i don't i didn't know they're not i take it take back. it back take I it back rewind did you guys miss us i know they missed us because i missed them and we love them and they love us hold on Ooh, Ooh. that probably sound nice for the editor the editor is going to wind that one back and listen to it 20 times. I'm <laughs> like drinking a beer. Beer of the week this week is my favorite beer to drink this time of year. It only is released this time of year. It's by Trogues. It is called Mad Elf. It's fucking awesome. It is. Hold on. I think it's 11% alcohol. Damn. You're going to be blacked out. Dude, I drank these at <clears throat> Haley's family Christmas party. Wait, 11%. Is that more than like a golden monkey? Because those are golden high. monkeys probably right around that. Yeah, those it's like a triple, fuck. but it's, it doesn't not taste like it's eleven percent. It's very fucking good, but you can only drink them this time of year because you get sick of them if you drink them too often. Yes, I've had these three sitting in my fridge from a six pack last year at Christmas, just waiting to be drank. They're still okay. They're great. Damn. And the Mikeys might be asking themselves, "Why am I hearing so much extra?" energy and enthusiasm in these guys voice today it's because it's friendsgiving day in this it is, household it is friendsgiving and I'm, I'm fucking it up because i got here late so i'm delaying the start the beginning of the friendsgiving cooking festivities but no such thing no such thing honestly no such this thing. is my first one i'm excited there's it's so it for maybe some, not all listeners know this but thanksgiving is Far and away my favorite holiday of the year. Mine as well. Best holiday ever. It's the best holiday there is. There's no pressure to get people gifts. There's no, you know, obvious. It it almost feels like no matter how rich you are, I always come back to money because there's something inside my head that doesn't let me avoid coming <laughs> back to that. No matter how rich you are, everyone has just as good of a Thanksgiving. Yeah, like... Yes, if, if you ha yeah, if you have enough to like afford like doing a full Thanksgiving, everyone has a fire Thanksgiving. Like you but have the even, ability. To but have I I feel like even poor people like this, they give out turkeys too. Like yeah, they like give you out get, turkeys, yeah. and also like you can get together enough. Usually when you have like ten people, if everyone's kind of throwing in money, you can get enough money to like mashed potatoes, very cheap to right. make stuffing, very cheap what's, to make. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? You can give me a couple, but like. What are, what are your, what do you mm. get most excited for every year? Fuck. It's gotta be, it's gotta be green bean casserole. Wow. My, that is a, not no, the answer I was a expecting. Lot of, a lot of people say that. You'd be surprised but how like, many people. Who's green bean casserole? My mom's. Yes. Like my mom a specific makes one. a right. fire ass green bean casserole. Every time I'm, I ever discuss Thanksgiving, I always make sure to say my mom makes the best turkey ever. The best. So you actually look forward to the, you know, last yes. year. I last year was the first year I ever did Thanksgiving with my family at my house really? and now I'm doing it again this year. I've kind of taken yeah. over Thanksgiving. So last year was the first year I was solely responsible for the turkey and 
It's the best fucking turkey we've ever had. I don't, dude. I I'm don't know because my mom's gonna get offended that you said that. No, the best I've ever had. Oh, you've ever had. I've never That's had true. your mom's turkey. That's true. Okay, I'm offending my mom with that comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But everyone at our family Thanksgiving was like, "Holy shit, the turkey's never tasted so good!" And all uh, I kept thinking was like, "It's because this motherfucker cooked it." <laughs> my uh, yeah, like I never liked the turkey because it's like easy to dry out. I think if you don't do it correctly. It's easy to dry the turkey out, but my mom did it one year a while ago and it was so good. So now she's stuck doing it for in perpetuity because she's the best at it. I also, my favorite. She in, does she use injector? She, I I, she bases the shit out of it. Like, I don't know. She just does such. I stand back. I'm like, I can't. If I touch this, I will screw it up. So. I baste, I inject, I do it yeah. all because the worst thing about a turkey is if you got a dry turkey. Yes, exactly. It's like, that's, I think, the biggest hurdle you got to get. So yours. Turkey specifically because of your mom is actually the turkey because nobody ever says turkey well i love my mom's turkey i really look forward to stuffing as well uh i also weird thanksgiving food that i love is the fake cranberry sauce you, the, you oh like, yes it looks like, like it looks just like the can oh it's the best yeah give me the, the most artificial yes has the ridges on it love that and um and you can eat that any other time of the year there's something they do here in New Jersey, I feel like it's more of an, a staple, but families everywhere probably do it and don't even realize it. But in New Jersey, it's like a full restaurants like have it is the Thanksgiving dinner sandwich. Yeah, that's great. An that absolute is. icon. And you know why cranberry sauce I usually don't like? The only reason I cranberry sauce needs to have its place at the table is for the leftover everything Sandwich. See, I, I wouldn't put it in the sandwich. But no, that's I why use I it as like my mayonnaise. I spread it on the bread. Interesting. I, I could see that being good. I just don't usually like. I don't like the real uh, sauce. I want the fake cranberry sauce. Yeah, the but fake if as you possible. Smush the cranberry. Even, yeah. even if you smush the fake fake one, you could spread it. Yeah, you definitely could. Um, but that's why having good turkey is great because that makes those sandwiches so much better. If you're yeah. gonna make the leftovers. But no, see, I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit there. Oh, doesn't. It doesn't matter how good the turkey is, leftover turkey is the same across the board. You think it dries out no matter what kind of? Yes. Yeah, fresh yeah, turkey, yeah. like a shitty fresh turkey and a good fresh turkey are wildly different. When you're eating leftover turkey, putting know. it on a sandwich, it doesn't matter what I it is. I don't know. You haven't tried my mom's yet. Yeah, maybe I'll bring you some leftover ones after my Thanksgiving Please and I'll do. blow you We should away. have waited to have this conversation like two weeks. Yeah, we I just jumped have. into it because I'm so Let's excited Friendsgiving about it. Today. So every year I do a Friendsgiving. Now, if you haven't been invited to Friendsgiving, you are invited. You just haven't come you are to now Friendsgiving. You've been Every Mikey is invited. Um, it's tough to get people out. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I'm a little bummed at the attendance level that might be showing today. Everyone is saying no to me. It's only Haley's friends coming. I feel like a loser. Well, don't worry. I'm here for you. I know. Yeah, you are. You are arguably better friends with Haley than you are with me, though. So one <laughs> one might honestly throw Damn. out there. So no friends for you. That sucks. No Maybe friends. next year. But I have a rule. It's kind of like the, playing in the Masters. If you attend a Friendsgiving, you always get an invite to the following yes, year's Yes, it's like you're forever. Friendsgiving. Yes. Yes. You don't know if you recorded? Um, so, so you know how like you could be 80 years old and just decide to play in the masters. Really? That's how it works. If you've ever not been invited, if you've ever won the masters, they like, can't tell you no. 
you always are allowed to play in compete in the real one compete that in the is real sick so our friendsgiving is the same and we have a friend who's now ex-girlfriend came to last year so she could show up <laughs> she could show up she has an invite <laughs> that would be electric uh for the masters is if like the someone gets so old that they you know can't walk well or something like they're in a wheelchair but they're still like nah i'm playing this year just and play <laughs> slow as shit and just like fuck the whole weekend up because there, they're so bad there's got to be some clause in there but like that's the funny thing is like fred couples he's like 76 he just plays every year and he's always eliminated and cut after the first two days but like he just <laughs> after does the first hole they kick him every, out every year <laughs> Um, okay. So yeah, we did get yelled at a little bit for not doing it. I'm sorry. I unfortunately had a close friend pass away. So we don't have to, I told Casey, I was like, I did enough crying over the last week. So the shitty situation, uh, he was battling cancer. So, um, fuck cancer, fuck cancer, dude. Um, but it was nice seeing everyone. There's a big turnout of people, you know, showing support, which was very beautiful. Um, I think, you know, like People had gave like speeches and people made good points about kind of like what we're talking about. The Friendsgiving is uh, my friend Dom. He said things like to his he was in vet school. He graduated from vet school. He was a vet for a little bit, but he gave this thing to like his vet school classmates where he was saying, you know, take advantage of those moments like to hang with your friends. So like you say, oh, you don't feel like it, but you don't know. You know, that's like the most important things in life for your relationships. So things like these, you should try to make the effort to come because especially people you don't see as often as you would like to. They're like good excuses. So that was like a big takeaway from that is to spend time with people you love. So that's why I'm here with you and I love you. Well, I'm glad Aww. you're back this week. Yeah. So I love that, you too. Oh, yeah, you better say that back. That would have been a shitty time to not, yeah. <laughs> to not say it back. I gave you a big old hug when you walked in today. Yes, you did give me a big hug. I have a, a question for you that if you don't want to answer, you could say no and we could cut this part right out of the podcast. Okay, ask me. Is it better that you like knew like it was coming? Uh, well, it was coming, but it's like it took um, – it happened a lot quicker than I think anyone anticipated. So like I hung out with him and he had kind of told me that it was coming. But I thought like not a few weeks turned out to be a few weeks. So it's still like – it's weird because even if you know – like I knew it and I could like tell someone like, you know, time is limited and I wouldn't get upset about it. But it's very different once it happens. You know, like it doesn't hit you until it's like you're actually dealing with yeah. the problem. Do you think you know? he was at like peace with it? He, I can't imagine ever being in that situation. Well, I, I will say, I don't know how much I should set, like get into, but I will say like he's a, you know, the nicest person ever, was a great friend. Um, he was always very concerned about how other people felt about what he was going through. Like he'd be more concerned about like me being upset over what he was going through versus what he had to deal with but he was also like i admire the courage he showed like you know like that takes a lot of strength to not have like i would have a pity party for myself i think if i was him and he wasn't like that he was a very was, i takes a special kind of person to handle it the way he did yeah i don't i don't think you would i think if you were actually change you yeah, if you were actually I'm going sure. through it and like you like yeah i think you just have some conversations with yourself where you realize like exactly what you're saying he said to his vet school classmates yeah. Where like you just have that conversation with yourself where you're like, all right, I could sit around and throw myself a pity party and be like, why me? This sucks. Or I could take advantage of these last six yeah, the moments months, I have a with year. The people I love. Yeah. And it sounds like he's the kind of guy that chose to take advantage of it. So he I'm definitely glad he did, did that. 
Um, I also will say something I learned from this whole thing is take more pictures. I brought uh, a I bought like an old film camera from a friend not too long ago, so I brought that. Take more pictures because I was frustrated. Um, we aggregated pictures and we made a slideshow. We had a lot, but I had a lot of pictures after he got sick because I think subconsciously I kind of knew Started, yeah. like I should capture like the moments we're hanging out. So I had a lot more pictures and videos post that, which was nice. I'm glad I had those, but you know, like we would have poker nights all the time. We would all get together and get sushi. There were like a lot of things we did together and we never were thinking to like capture so, those moments. And then now I was like, fuck, like I wish I had those. So, so to argue with you a little bit on that, I always feel like, like when I'm not taking pictures of something or at something and I'm, and I see other people doing it, I guess right now in my head, I'm thinking of like being at an event, like a concert or something like that, yeah. which is a little bit different. That's different. Yeah. I think, but so like, well. I'm like, I, well, I'm enjoying this moment more than that person is. Cause that person's taking a picture of this moment. So that right. way in the future, they'll be able to enjoy it again. <laughs> But yeah. like, I'm going to enjoy it more right now. Right. Dom actually said that one of the things people read that he had said to someone in the past where he was like, you know, when you're at the concert, put your phone away, like actually like live in the moment. But I think it's like, do you think he was uh, like looking, I mean, looking down, I'll say looking down on you guys and being like, what the fuck? I am fucking bald in every one of these pictures. You fucking assholes. <laughs> no, there were, there were a lot. We, I had a good head of hair at one point in my you did life. You have a good head of hair. No, <laughs> we had a lot of, there were a lot of good pictures and, uh. And I still had a lot, so I was happy about that. But yeah, it was definitely like, you know, I, I, you would like to have more of like what you're saying. Like when he's healthy and feeling good, like you want to try. Something that girls that. always do that guys really like should adopt more. I think it's phones. Like I think phones messed up our perception of like, if you're taking pictures and videos, you have your phone out and like having your phone as a negative connotation of like, you're not living in the moment kind of thing. But like people used to walk around with cameras like that one and it wasn't considered weird. Like it was considering you trying to capture the moment you're in. I, so I think it's like- Or it's almost like when, because it's so easy to take a picture now, it's not valued as much. Yeah. Like, hey, let's take a picture is such an easy thing to do. Right. So it's less of like a thing where like back when you had to have a camera to do it, it'd be like, Oh my God, let's get together let's get and pictures. take one picture. Right. We get a chance at this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that was something I thought too, was like, if you're hanging, and especially like as you get older, it's harder to like get together with friends. You're not like around everyone. Everyone's kind of dispersed. So when you have those times to get together, just like take a picture of it. Like you'll be happy in the long run. And it's not like taking one group picture, like taking a few randomly of your friends, like that's not going to interrupt the day too much or yeah. whatever it is. So I mm -hmm. think like that was something I took away as well. I like so. to try and snap candids. Yes. Just like people are going to look at you weird when you do it, but you just pull out your phone and snap pictures of people while they're talking. <laughs> I'm, those I'm, mean more. Those are like cooler to me or like ask to get their attention and take a picture right now <laughs> before they could say anything. Yeah. Yes. I hate, I, I actually will go as far to say I hate pictures where it's a group of people with their arms around each other. Like get together for a pic. I hate those. Yeah, ones. I I don't mind them, but I will say like my favorite picture of us is that first day we recorded yes. when we were just eating dinner and Haley was like, "Oh, let me snap a picture of you guys." Yep. And I we just like we're eating dinner and just kind of looked up and smile, or we kind of like posed a little bit, but yeah. it was less of like it was a more stand like we were eating and dinner here yeah. and yeah. get good lighting and like get the fuck out of here. With yeah, that. we had a like she took it with the Polaroid. I have that in my apartment, and then I took. I had her take one with a disposable and I have those. But that's what's funny is I'm saying like I have that film camera. Like talk about taking pictures. People are like, whoa, what are you doing? Like when you take one of those out, everyone's like, why do you have that? Like, <laughs> Is that like a reu basically like the reusable disposable cameras? 
Like you put the little roll in it and then you have to take the roll to CVS. Yeah, you get you have to get them developed, but it's like uh, it's like that was the the best camera in the nineties. You know what I mean? It's like when you had cameras, that's what you would get. So it's not a disposable. It's it's just an old film camera. But it's it's a reusable disposable. Do you know what I'm saying? A disposable is a film camera, so it's like a film camera you can reuse. So yes, okay. If that's what you're, that's <laughs> you're trying to say, that's thank what you. I think. Yep, that is exactly what I was um, saying. But yeah, so let's we can move on from the not. Yeah, but stuff. any any Look. of the Mikeys that uh, DM'd us and yeah, so now said you we were feel lazy bad. pieces yep. of shit. Yep, I got yelled at and I was like, <laughs> should I guilt trip them? I said, no, I'll let it go because I'm... Uh, I was trying, trying to, to handle those DMs as quick as possible. Yeah, you were doing that so I wouldn't see I was see like, it. the last thing I want, and I knew you were going to see it, but yeah. I was just like, I don't want him to have to answer these people. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to take That's care so of That's so thoughtful of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got to spend a lot of time with friends, and so that was good. So that that's awesome. It was nice. Um, all right, let's move on then. That's, to I did not more. mean to end that entire thing by saying that's awesome. <laughs> no, you getting good. to spend time with friends was great. <laughs> no, it is. It, it is nice. Not everything like, on a whole. Yes. Yeah, but that aspect of it is. Nice. Um, um, all right. So I have some listener follow up things from two weeks ago now, but I still want to bring them up. One one of them, um, I don't want to make you cry. So I was like, is it sad or mean? It's about death. Oh, it's okay. So, I, so I, I did, I've done so much crying. Like hopefully I've we're going to follow up that whole conversation yeah, with more. Like, okay, You want to see how sad you can really get? <laughs> so uh, one of our Mikey's Mikey Kyle, shout out Mikey Kyle. Also a bullet bullet Kyle. Great day to be a bullet. Let's go bullets. Um, he said, wanted to respond about the convo on whether or not you keep cards. So remember yes. two weeks ago, we were talking about if you throw cards away, what you do with them. Right. He said, as a rule of thumb, I keep cards from old people, grandparents, et cetera. So in case they die, I at least have something recent from them that they've written to me. I've kept every card for the last like 10 years from my 96 year old great grandma, which is funny because he's like every year he's like, she's got to die this year. <laughs> This has got to be the year. It keeps going. Is it like his records? Like, I wonder if he ditches the yeah, tenth like one when he gets in a new one. He's like, she made it again yeah. to another birthday. You don't need this one. <laughs> but I think what he's saying, like, that she wrote, if if you wrote something, like, specific or whatever, like, if it's just the generic card and you're like, dear Timmy, love grandma, and it's just the card. But I don't think any grandmas do that. Yeah, grandmas, grandmas are always that. like, because you have to put a message. Like, that was, right. their tradition was like. yeah. If you're going to send a card, give a nice little message. Right. Um, uh, makes me feel good that I have some stuff from her when the inevitable happens. Dark but thoughtful. That's I agree. True. I agree with that. I, I asked him if I could talk about it because I thought it was like a very good point of if you are going to keep a card from someone, I think that's a good reason to keep a card yes. from someone. Yeah. But then that also makes me think like you never know when anyone could pass. So and it's not that hard to store a card. Like I have a bunch of cards just in my desk because every time I go to throw them away, I think in my head, not this person could die, but I think like this person took the time. This is what I was saying last week. This yeah. person took the time to send me this. I'll just throw it in my desk instead of in the garbage. Yeah, but when's it inevitably happening is then you like when forget you about it. And then you, yeah, you find it like when you move, you throw them all away. Yeah. Yes. Like, Holy shit. I forgot I had these. Yeah. Uh, the other listener follow up is I had a couple of people follow up on the Facebook videos thing telling me that I missed a couple of classics that are always on Facebook watch or yeah, Facebook yeah. video. Also, did you see the whole shit with Facebook? Yes, they're now meta. 
Are they, what does that mean they're now? Everyone's saying like they changed their name to Meta, but like my app still says Facebook. It's like how Google is Alphabet, but they're Google. So I guess it's like the parent company. So like there's still Uh, Facebook, there's Instagram, there's WhatsApp. But the whole thing is now called Meta? Yes. Interesting. And then I just saw Mark Zuckerberg did like a speech thing about the world he thinks we're going to live in one day. Yeah. Which just can't be true. I bet it's going to be true. There's no way people... For, have you ever used VR? No. So if people haven't seen this, it's like, he thinks we're going to live in this virtual reality world where like when you go get on Facebook, you're going to go like hang out in the same room the way we are right now, but we're just on our little VR. That's definitely coming. It's just a matter of how long. So I've used VR before. Um, it's just not real life. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to put it. Like, yes, it's very cool. Yes, it is cool that I can look around and see things around me but it's very obvious that it's not real life. Yeah. Not at any point have I been tricked into thinking that I was actually <laughs> but in. I don't think they're saying you're, you're getting tricked. I don't think Zuckerberg no, but is they're, saying that. I think he's saying that it is going to be able to replace. Yeah, like we'll be used to that. So it's going to be the Matrix. Just, yes, which it just <laughs> is not. Also, there's a second Matrix coming out. I went to, well, I went to a movie. Matrix. Th- it's like uh, a fourth well, one. Like a, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Another Matrix to follow yeah. up on the original series, which is interesting. Yeah. Matrix is great. Shouts out Keanu Reeves. Um, what was I gonna say about something about? Oh, you know what else I saw about the meta like thing? This changes subject a little bit, but still that I saw. I do not like when people do this. Are you gonna talk sweet baby race? No, I don't know what that is, but we <gasps> get to that. I'll tell you. you go go ahead. Okay. The the meta logo that they put out, it's kind of like it's basically an infinity sign. They just like bent it a little bit, and then I saw some company on LinkedIn. People do this that are like creatives and stuff, where they think someone stole, stole. their idea, and it's like. It, they're like, oh, and they're trying to be like butthurt, but they're saying we're being the bigger person by like, oh, thank you so much for using us as inspiration for, dude, you're, both your logos are basically an infinity sign changed like that much. You're both, like everything you're stealing kind of from something else. Like you didn't come up with the infinity sign. Shut up, random company no one knows. I've had that happen with um, some of the Barstool content I listened to where like the week after we... And it's not a current events thing. The week after we talk about one of the things that is just a random thing that pops into our head, yeah, they will bring it up like and talk about it. it up, yeah. Like so closely that I have had the thought run through my mind. Like maybe they saw us. Yeah, but it's like. But the fact is everyone in this world, like we just kind of all think the same. Yeah. There like is a chance that if you had that thought, someone else is going to come along and have the same thought as yeah. you. Yeah. It's also like. We're all like, maybe this t- a tweet goes viral. Everyone sees it, and it kind of leads to the same line of thinking. Or everyone's like, it's just how many pure, like purely original things can people come up with at this point? Like everything they, is original, but like there's it's a really something that exists. There's a right? really interesting concept about the world. I, I wish I could remember what I found it from or what I heard it from. It's called like like the generation we live in right now. Like we're considered the copycat generation. Yeah. Not because we are intentionally copying, but because like it's almost impossible to come yeah. out with anything creatively that is completely original. I got an argument at a work thing and now I'm getting a little off track again, but I think this is interesting. I got an argument at a, a work little like happy hour thing I had this past week about art. Okay. We've talked about this with NFTs and stuff. Yeah. But my I came up with like such a clear argument that I was so proud of myself and I am going to like take so this smart. to my grave. If 
I can go home and within a weekend, I can produce something on a canvas and then you have no idea which is produced by a professional cost millions of dollars artist or which one is produced by me. So if I put both in front of you, they look identical. You well, not that they look the same. Just like the quality is. You can't tell which is which. So basically, I'm talking about abstract art here, where people are like, "You don't get it," like that kind of stuff. Like, "Oh, you don't get why that one costs so much." If I can go home and I can make something, and you can't confidently tell me, like your life depends on it, you have to tell me which one is by a professional artist. Yeah, that's on me. Um, That's not fucking real art. Thoughts. Because everyone at the table disagreed with me, so. I don't think... And everyone's disagreement with... I can let you answer first if you want to. I was going to say, I get what you're trying to say, but I think saying it's not real art is not the right, like, conclusion of your argument. It's not impressive to me, I suppose, is what I mean. Less impressive, maybe, or less, like, it's more difficult to justify the, the price of what's being created. But I think also the problem with art is like where this thought came from to give you a little background is I went to, have you ever heard of MoMA PS one? Yes. It's a museum of modern, modern art. They bought the first ever public school in New York city. Yeah. It's no longer a public school. They turned it into a, offshoot museum is that in like brooklyn or downtown it's in queens actually yeah it's It's in like long island city queens um and it's called moma ps1 for public school one yeah and the building is really cool and there were some really cool exhibits there but specifically the i don't i guess i'll call it the sculpture room but it's more like they weren't sculpting it they were like using clay to mold it gotcha so like whatever you know shit they put in a kiln and everything the entire room of little clay sculptures no joke. We have a running joke in my family. My mom has the things my sister and I made in art class in sixth grade when we had to do clay molding and put it in a kiln and everything proudly displayed on our mantle. They're the ugliest things of all time. <laughs> They're so bad. And she's got them displayed on our mantle. And I said to Haley when we were walking around that museum, I was like, I could plop my thing I made in sixth grade. You would not be able to pick it out from the rest of these things. It was insane. I was like, what the fuck is this? How is that art? How is that worth a bunch of money and is put in moment PS1? Like, explain it to me somehow. I think the problem too, it might be like, if you're judging art, like visual art, let's say, on stuff that's strictly like, just the quality of it, in terms of like, I don't know, like, so what, if it looks like the most realistic? So if you, you paint something that's so, it's such a good painting, it just looks like a picture. It's almost like, that almost makes it less art too, artistic and I, and also, I do, you know? I do get that because like a good example my boss gave me when we were arguing about this is he was like, think about music. He's like, like Nirvana and like punk rock. Like that is not right. technically like the, the best. Yeah. Mu- like that, like Beethoven and shit. That is the hardest to do music. Like that should be in your argument Nirvana and all those bands like and punk rock, music, yeah. like they're shitty because like they are really not technically hard to right. recreate. Yeah. And I was like, that is a good point. I can be easily swayed off of this point, but I was happy with my argument that I made I at first anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's true. It's like the problem is like with visual art, like, like, you know, painting sculptures, whatever, like that kind of stuff. It's harder to like 
it's there's more of an interpretation like music you can get across like the emotion or the like the mood or whatever that you're trying to give off like it's more easy for us to digest as the consumer i did think music was a bad a bad analogy overall is what i came back to with him to like argue because yeah music for some reason and maybe and i realized as i was arguing this that i guess maybe i'm just not a visual art guy because maybe other people feel this way when they look at visual art right but like music almost instantaneously within 10 seconds of a song I either have an emotional reaction or attachment or liking to that song or I don't and then I skip it and I don't really care about that song but like I like you can't describe it as well but there's something about music when it all comes together and I guess maybe that's what's happening when people are looking at art but I find that yeah we're just too stupid to ever get to that point (laughs) I also think it's a like poor versus rich thing in my mind where I'm like the only reason you guys think that's good is because some fucking rich guy told you this is what good art is and I put this brushstroke here which represented like the starvation of people in Uganda and like (laughs) I'm like no it didn't like you're just saying that because you want this to be worth a lot of money yeah or they're just embezzling money and using art as a way to do it that's a pretty common thing people do um that was quite the off tangent um but i did want to talk about the facebook videos really quick yeah and then we can get into our stories uh from this week so i missed two really important classic ones that are big on facebook watch one is watch us destroy this incredibly expensive thing that's a big one that they love doing it's always like either a wedding dress or it's like a balenciaga ten thousand dollar dress and they're like we put painters tape on it and we're gonna spray paint it and like to the point where a you get the crowd of people that are like i can't believe you would do that to a balenciaga or they'll do it with cars a lot they'll be like we bought this super rare ferrari and (laughs) just fuck it up like yeah it's and then you get b the crowd of people the street wear and like edgy crowd that's like that is actually so much better than the original product (laughs) so you get that and then the other one which you've probably seen from tiktok or other places because this one has kind of taken off but it started on facebook videos which is the let me smush food into my counter for absolutely no reason crowd have you seen these ones they'll be like the best way to make nachos and then it's just a yeah yeah i've seen those it's a bareback counter with nothing placed down on they're like yeah they just refried beans and like smushing all these yeah, re- and just mix it like stupid yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. then they just like slop it into a big ball and toss it into a pan of some sort and you're like why did this start on your counter yeah <laughs> like yes this actually does look like it tastes good but the whole fact that you started just on your counter i think it's just to make it look like no ridiculous. sense exactly that's the only reason they my, do it. uh that reminds me of one of my favorite instagram accounts we haven't looked at in a while it's called a uh, bread face you ever see her i think it's bread face is what she it's this it's like this Asian girl and all she does is take different kinds of bread and just smushes it with her face. And it is so, <laughs> dude, it makes me laugh 100% of the time. It's like, so it'll just be like uh, ciabatta bread she'll just put it down and she just kind of sits there for a second and then she just presses it flat and like smushes the front of her face like all over. And that's all it is. Dude, <laughs> I actually would probably be into it that as well. so many views and shit. Like the engagement is crazy. It's so good. there's a um, another one that, I think Mikey Dre actually started this account that I I love. It's now dormant, so it's not a real thing. But I think it's called um, Spank My Meat or maybe. That sounds like porn. <laughs> it sounds like porn, but it's like all it is is videos of people getting like 
<laughs> large steaks or like large pieces of meat and then just spanking them. <laughs> That's really it's fucking funny. awesome. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's kind of like when uh, in Gettysburg, when we did the G-Berg banana thing, you try to catch people like there was an account for it, right? Where you just catch people catch eating people a banana. Putting like, a banana into their mouth. Yeah. But it, like the problem is like, I didn't even find it that embarrassing. Like I would do it to myself and submit it to like whoever any account. Be like, ah, Gettysburg, a couple of Gettysburg it. guys at one point started a really awesome account called Hot Dogs Daily. And it was the same thing, but it was just people eating, eating hot, hot dogs. dogs. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Stuff like that's great. All right. So into the week of activity, we had quite the week, honestly. quite a week, quite a week. We act, well, two weeks we had. Yeah, that's why yeah. you're right. Yeah. We've got uh, another favorite couple. Maybe I'm going to, they're part of our favorite couple. They're a thruple with our favorite couple, right? They're intertwined with our favorite couple. So we get, we're talking about Kim and Pete Davidson. They were, Are they a couple? Well, they were caught on a picture. They were on like a roller coaster holding hands. And I think I saw someone say they were in Staten Island, which is where Pete Davidson's from. If there's a commitment. If, yeah, Kim, if Pete got Kim Kardashian to step foot in Staten Island, they're a couple. It's crazy that Pete Davidson gets laid so much. No, it's by not. By the hottest chicks. No, like, it's not. Do you it, know why? You, you don't know? He has know? a hammer. Yes, he's got I, an absolute... I know he has a piece on him. Hog yeah. of a fucking dick. But like, I still think... Is that the best rumor you can get spread about yourself as a guy? I think it depends. Like, I think some guys, it could probably be so big where girls are like, I don't know if I could do with that. Oh, yeah. I guess you have to deliver on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a lot of, that's a lot of pressure. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say like, yeah. I would love if that rumor was spread about me, but now I'm realizing. It's almost better if the expectations are lower than you exceed them versus they're too high. Now it's, you know, hard to meet those. So. Although maybe he quick, just is so. Quick story time. Yeah. Lord, I can't believe I'm about to tell this story on the podcast. I'm so excited. I once had a foursome. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the coolest thing about myself, honestly. <laughs> Haley hates this story, so I'm glad I'm telling it in a public forum that her mom and uncle occasionally listen to. So I once, I mean, it was way pre-Haley, so it's not like I cheated on her, but like I once had a foursome with two girls, two guys, and the other guy was one of my best friends and afterwards and the two girls were actually um, like one of the girls was a cousin of our other friend's wife. <laughs> no, 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 no. So she's a cousin of our other friend's wife. So like we got to, we got the like luxury of like hearing about their thoughts after the fact as well. Yeah. And the major thought that came across was that I have a big dick. That's sick, dude. That is, is that not the best thing that could possibly, that's but good. I don't is the problem. It's like, <laughs> I'm perfectly but average. But it's not true. I will say I'm perfectly average. She but, must have been dealing with smaller ones. Well, what I can say is that maybe the thought more so wasn't that I have a big one. That, the expectations were low. No, that, I mean, there was two guys in the room. So there was a comparison factor going oh, on. So true. So I kind of felt bad for my friend. Damn, that does suck. But that was the overwhelming thought that came from it that we heard from our Betty. I always think like doing it, like doing that with a, one of your good friends would be tough. Like it has to be the right friend. It was friend. fucking. It was. It was awesome. Because like some, it was just cool. It was just cool. Some. It's like a bonding moment. But I feel like I have some friends where I would laugh too much if I did it with. Like I, I was like I couldn't be like in the moment with them because we would just start laughing. Like I have to do it with someone who like I wouldn't well, get like that. I'll be honest. It basically was like 
God, I cannot believe I'm telling this. I'm shocked. You're so sorry. It, it basically was like we just had sex in the same room as each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then would like switch girls every now. That and counts. Then. That counts. Well, yeah, it definitely counts. That counts. Like they would go. And then at, at okay, we're really going to get into it. <laughs> so in the, I, and I, so it started as like, what? Why are you? No. You, so do you not computer. want me to talk about no, this? No, you're good. <laughs> go. I you're, thought you were doing like a shush sign. Like maybe yeah. you should stop now. No, no, no. So it started with us being like at a at a bar. Yeah. And like it kind of was like an understood thing where I had hooked up with the one girl before. Right. He had hooked up with the other girl. So I kind of thought like we're just going to go back to my apartment. He was staying at my apartment in New York City for the weekend. That's why the girls came to meet us because they were closer to New York City. He lived in California. We hooked up at our friend's wedding that we uh, were all okay, at. Yeah. So uh, I thought, you know, we're just going to go home. I'll hook up with the one girl. He'll hook up with the other girl. Cool. I keep getting these weird vibes throughout the night that like, are they trying? Like, I felt like I was outside of a <laughs> yeah. like a pre-planned thing that they had all right. set up. You, you missed a text or something. <laughs> Later, I find out I basically was. Yeah. The two girls get up and go to the bathroom. And I turn to my friend and I was like, dude. It's like, are you getting this vibe? Like they're trying to have a foursome with us. And he's like, dude, we're having a foursome. <laughs> this already been discussed. And I literally was like, uh, I can't do that. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to be able to like perform. Like I will be too under pressure in that moment. It's just not going to work out for me. If you know what I mean. But that wasn't the case. No, it happened. That happened. Oh, that happens though. So it happens. the way it was working out is I'm, I'm hooking up with the first girl. He just like comes walking into my bedroom butt-ass naked head to toe with the other girl. Both of them butt-ass naked head to toe. I was like, okay, so this is really happening. And then immediately I'm like, yep, can't make it happen. So he leaves. He's like the best friend in the world. Leaves the room just with me and the two girls. Like leaves us in there for like 10 minutes. And he's, and then like, then I was fine. And then he came back. And he comes back with two ice cold beers in his hand. Gives me one of them. I'll never forget. We like open beers like as it's happening like cheers them i was like what the fuck is actually going on right now that's funny yeah it was a great thing to do once because the next morning you feel like a piece of shit like in the, the next morning i was like this feels weird does it i don't know if i feel because we're all hanging out still see the problem is now now you're gonna get me talking about my nah, i gotta talk about my own stories come on come on well i, I just told the most private story of my life I've, maybe i've had close ones but like it never always for one reason or another usually threesomes like they just don't work out i had one time though in college some i'm not gonna say the name but someone we know yes please don't say any yes. names about this so there so ah, this kind of gives it away a little bit at one point i all right i lived with four people two of them were gone okay and, and one of them we had a conversation like this is a good weekend to have a threesome we were talking and we there was a one girl that we had both hooked up with that we were like, well, that's the that obvious. Makes sense, yeah. That would make sense. And she would like usually try to, this girl would usually try to find Drop me hints. at the end of nights. No, like she would just always try to like hook up with me like, oh, where are you? And try to like come for me, whatever. So it's then- kind of fucked up that she would just like treat Use you. me, yeah. yeah like exactly. Piece of meat's Fuck fucked that. up. But then- I'm she, sorry you had to go through that. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so then she ends up like, we meet up, I'm like, all right, like, let's go back. So- so we had discussed it that morning and now I'm walking back with this girl to our apartment. My roommate, I didn't just talk to him. I so I don't know where he is. So then me and the girl are in the bedroom and then I hear the door open. My bedroom door is closed though. 
So I'm just in my head, like, oh my God, like he's got to come in. Like, but how do I get him to come in? I don't know. Like, oh my God, this might actually happen. I, but I still haven't said anything to him. I don't, he must've saw us walking back, dude. The door slowly swings open and it's just him standing there with his pants around his ankles, like hands on his hips, just looking at us. <laughs> dude, my eyes must've lit. I was like, oh my God, let's go. I got so excited. Like, oh my God, it's going to happen. Was so the then, girl like? She apparently hated him. So she was like, I guess he was a dick to her. So he was just like, if this was anyone but you to the other kid, she's like, I would do it. So then he, he fucked it up. Yeah. That's a good way to get back at a guy. Yeah. Honestly, smart play by that girl. Yeah. And then did she proceed to still have a fun time with you that evening? I think so. I kind of don't remember. Oh. I, I was more focused on like that, on like oh. the threesome happening. Honey, yeah. I am so proud of her. Yeah. What a way to like get back at a guy I for being a, a dick to you. Yeah. I had a few other. To be like, oh, like this could have happened, but instead you need to exit yeah. right now. You need to get she out. probably made some like extra noises that night that. She was for- <laughs> extra loud. So yeah, she's forcing just so he had to hear it. Like she was like, this is amazing. Imagine if there was a third guy in here. Wow. Uh, I have, um, what's it called? I've had a few other close ones, like two girls. And then it's always like one person's out on it. Like you think they're both down. Then someone decides like, yeah, nah, like I'm not. And I'm always like, damn, like, cause you, those opportunities don't come around very often. So it's like, and like you said, if you want to do it just once. So I think this is a good time to talk about both. So we're talking about Kim and Pete right now, in case you forgot. Way off topic. Well, not that far off topic because I kind of think that although. Yeah, I know we're going to go and I agree Kim and Courtney being sisters makes me think maybe not. No, nah, but they're crazy. They're, they're crazy, right? They, they probably, they probably fuck. Yeah. Um, I think all three of them fuck each other, which is fucking awesome. That's sick. <laughs> like, can you think of a better uh, orgy? I guess once you get past four, there's no, you don't say like five some or six some. Yeah. It's an orgy once you're over four. Yeah. I think probably technically it is at four, but I agree. No but way. I agree. Four sums a thing. I'm saying by tech, no, I'm saying like technically speaking, I feel like once you're at four, it's an orgy. But go ahead, continue. I, I agree with what you're saying though. No, I I'm do saying agree. it starts at five. Okay. I've never been in an orgy. Don't you fucking put that on me. <laughs> that's true. Orgies are weird. Okay? Yeah, that's true. People that's that do orgies are weird. It doesn't get crazier. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like the same situation if you called an orgy would be way weirder. Exactly. A foursome and an orgy are wildly <laughs> yeah. different things. Wow. That's so true. Actually. Yeah. It's a foursome. Um, <laughs> so I think like, can you think of a better six people to put into like, let's call it the coolest orgy of all time. MGK, Travis Barker. Pete Davidson. But Pete Davidson's not cool. Like he, yes, has, he, he has the same is. vibe, but he's not cool. He's like funny. He's funny. He's not cool. But he's like self-deprecating. Like that is that is, cool? Yes, I think that makes you so cool. If you are self-aware enough that you can be like, yeah, like I'm a scumbag from Long Island. Like I know Staten I'm, Island even worse. Staten Island even worse. <laughs> yeah. Like I know I'm like ugly as shit, yeah. but like I have a huge dick and I bang all these really I forgot he had a piece. Once you started saying that, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that. That's like, like really what yeah. it is. My biggest question is, so A, like, okay, so we're both in agreement that they have orgies together. For sure. So if you guys forgot, it would be Kourtney Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, Megan Fox, MGK, Travis, Travis Barker, Barker, Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. And those guys are all actually friends, I think, too. Like, I think Pete Davidson is actually. No, the three of the three guys are very yeah, close friends. friends right? yeah. And then obviously Kim and Courtney are sisters. And then Megan Fox clearly is hot. friends with Courtney <laughs> Kardashian. Yes. Because right. they like she take is, yeah. pictures making out with each other. Yeah. Which is sick. They hundred. I've never been more certain. Like they are all fucking each other at the same time in the same room. Yeah. Pete Davidson like that situation worked out very much in his favor but they're i still don't actually think they're dating 
Probably I, not. I think they're probably just like fucking. Because also my biggest question is, um, isn't she still married? Is she not? I don't know. Yeah, Kanye actually just had a, Connie actually just had a crazy interview apparently where he was like talking shit in a lot of people. So I wish I haven't listened to yet. But the other thing too with like, are they dating or not? You just have to think like for a celebrity, if they're just out holding hands or like hanging out with the girl, like, oh, they're dating. But like, if you're not famous, you do that all the time. You just don't have people taking pictures being like, oh, are they dating? It's How often do you walk around and hold hands with a girl? If that I you're was not a, dating if I was or just at hooking least up with, If I was just hooking up with the girl and we like went to an amusement park, we're on a roller coaster, like, she's like, oh, I'm scared. I could just see it happen. But I think that's the question everyone, I think Kim and Pete are saying like, that it's nothing more, but like yeah. they're 100% at least banging. Yeah, right? yeah, but that's not dating. Like, I feel like that's different, you know? Also, I think, I, maybe this is just rant, like a rumor I heard, but are Kim and Kanye like now in an open relationship? I think they're just in the process of divorce, probably. In the process of divorce? Yeah. I thought they were in the process of getting back together. I don't think so. Damn. End of a fucking legacy. RIP, yeah, damn. RIP, IP. Wait, all right. So are we done with this? Because I am so excited to get to We're also going. Wait, I think there's one more thing. I think right now we should talk about the Dave Portnoy thing. Because yeah, it, it relates, it's all on the sex thing. Yeah. So if you haven't heard about this, so Dave Portnoy is in like a ton of hot water right now because Business Insider just released an article where basically, as far as I, I, I read the article, I think it's just basically two girls. It's two main girls that came forward that, not, not even that came forward, it actually seems like, and before I start talking about this, I need to say like, I am a Dave Portnoy super fan. We're biased. We're so both this biased. is 100% going to be a biased take. Yes. But it seems to me like Business Insider like wanted to do a piece about Dave Portnoy and they started- In a negative light, yeah. Yes, and they started there. They were like, all right, let's do a negative piece about Dave Portnoy and let's see what we can dig up, which if anybody's ever taken a class about journalism ever, like it's just it's the not, opposite of how you're supposed to not do it. How you're supposed but to that's do also it. usually how it's done at this because everyone likes the salacious clickbait kind of. So they movies. seem to like go out and try and find all these girls that Dave Portnoy has slept with and see who could they find to say something bad about him. Yeah. Two girls essentially seem to have agreed to say something bad about him. The second one you can, in my mind, write it off altogether because the story with the second one is that she slept with Dave and she's only she was only 19 years old, which who cares if she's only 19 years old? Like, why is that even a, a fact that we're adding into the story? It's legal. It's legal. Like yeah. She's she's a, so you're so she's a legal consenting adult. Cool. Um, And she like the day after sleeping with him was like. Okay, so first, what came out in the Business Insider story is that she had to check herself into a mental hospital because she was having suicidal thoughts and super depressed because she slept with Dave. Yeah. Dave sent out like screenshots of their DMs because he could recognize who this girl was from Based the, on the story, description yeah. of the story where like the day after she was like, come meet us at this bar. And he turned her down. He literally was like, ah, oh, no, like, sorry, I'm super tired. She was like, ah, oh, boo. And then she text messaged Also, him. if she's saying she's at a bar, you can assume, you should be able to assume she's 21. Probably. The first time he met her was at a bar. Yeah. So he said, I did assume she was 21. Right. He's like, obviously she's young, but like, I assumed yeah. she was 21 at least. Not that it matters again. Right. Um, and then the next message after him denying going to the bar with her was like, what are you doing today? Do you want to fuck? So like she went back to have sex with him again. 
And then it was like, Dave had an iconic line in those DMs that was like, miss my dick yet. <laughs> like the next day it was like, miss my dick yet. And she was like, oh, I do. <laughs> so like that girl, throw that entire thing out. I think that girl's, the entire story is that girl's mom is upset that her young daughter fucked a 40 year old famous guy. Yeah. Cause the mom is the one that filed a police report. But didn't they say there was no record of a police report? I think there was no record of a police report. No, they they Business Insider eventually tweeted it out. And the police report literally says like the mom called and said that she heard Dave was asking girls if they're 18 and if we'll have sex with him and then bringing them back to his house, which is like so. So he's, so making, he's making sure, sure they're of age <laughs> yeah, and like, making sure that they are consenting to have. I will say, though. It's safer not to dabble that low. I feel like, especially if you're famous and have a lot of money. So that's if where it the was more me, serious would, allegation comes yeah. in, which is the first one, which Dave even admits. He's like, it's entirely he said, she said. I have nothing that can like back me up. And he's like, he said in his like video response, he's like, I'm not gonna lie, like that scares the fuck out of me. Which like I agree with him. Like you imagine if like you have nothing, you have nothing that can support you. But a girl just comes out and says, I... Yeah, something happened. Exactly. Yeah, he did something. Yeah. So basically this girl, Dave bought her a ticket, flew her up from Florida. They were DMing for like a month. They had sex one time, like basically as soon as she got there. Now, if you know anything about Dave and how Dave has sex from the videos he's released, like... He's, he's crazy. He's a little kinky. Like he puts collars on girls and he... Likes to like choke them and spit on them and shit like that. And so if you have sex with a guy like that, although Dave claims like this girl was like asking and was into that kind of thing and he was checking with her. But I agree with your point, which is like, if you have sex in that way, you can't do it in that way with a random girl. Can't do it with a random girl. Like it just the age, like, I don't know. I feel like you have to be a little more careful. And it's you, like, he doesn't have options. You really do. Yeah. And like, so the article goes as far to claim that like she was saying stop while it was happening. Yeah, he was just like, no, that's not true. Yeah, yeah, and like not into it while it was happening. He says, of course, like that's not true. If that would have been true, like I would have stopped right away. So that's where the he said, she said thing comes into play. But then it doesn't look good for him in the fact that, and he actually admits this, and this is kind of what I appreciate about him is like, he like, gives out pieces that would negatively affect him, but he hey, willingly your, your admits- The lawyers are probably telling you not to say that, I'm he, sure. Yeah, he willingly admits it's true, which makes me think like all of what he's saying is probably true because like basically after they had sex that first time, he said they were like hanging out, watching TV, and he was like, we were like oil and water. Yeah. Like we had different life views that like- Everything I would say, she would argue with. Everything she would say, I would argue yeah. with. So literally the rest of the time after that first time they had sex, yeah, it was bad, yeah. that she was there, she slept on the couch. Right. And they like interacted throughout their day, but they didn't have sex again. Dave claims he's like, she tried to have sex with me again. And I was like, no, like we just don't get along. Like we're never going to get along. Dave thinks, and this is, he didn't actually overtly say this, but I, I think this is what he was getting at. And I actually think this is probably the truth. He thinks that she was probably upset. Like she was yeah. like, she just got kind of turned down in a sense by Dave. They had sex once. And then after that, he realized like, oh shit, I really don't like this girl at all. And then turned her down the following days. And then she went home on a plane and was like, 
very upset about it and felt degraded by it and blah, blah, blah. Which comes around to, I mean, a conversation we were having before the podcast of like, if like, I hate when girls are like, don't have sex with a guy and then feel bad about it. Like, just own it. Like, well, you, you said can he, do whatever. You said you felt like a piece of shit after your not orgy. Huh? No, I didn't feel like a piece of shit. I said that wrongly. I felt awkward. Okay. Like, hanging out with them the next day, it was like, well, this gotcha. is weird. Like, yeah. uh, like, I'm not good in those situations. Of right. Like, a next day after a hookup, and then I had four of them at once. I was <laughs> like, uh, how do I do this? You guys want breakfast? Like, what do we do? <laughs> um, that's more what I meant. Not like I felt shitty about it. Yeah. But, like, girls who are, like, who complain that there's a different culture. Guys versus girls. Like, you know what I mean? Like, guys, you have sex with a bunch of girls, you're a stud. Girls, you have sex with a bunch of guys, you're a slut. Own it. Just own it the way guys do, and we it becomes a tool that we can't use anymore. I think girls have started, like women have started doing that more. I think the problem too is guys probably give it a negative connotation to some level. But who cares? I would I say think I it's don't actually care. not guys. I think it's other girls. Other girls, yeah. Other I think, girls, I think, are the worst, and I think it's a jealousy thing is what it is. That's definitely part of it, for sure. That's definitely like, a big oh, aspect such a, of it. You're such a slut, and it's like, oh, because you didn't get laid last night? <laughs> prude ass bitch. Exactly. Yeah. Not even prude, like you couldn't find anyone to fuck you last night. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it is, I think the problem in general with that whole story is, and I think he said it, is it's like a public perception thing. I mean, regardless, you can get into the rabbit hole of the discussion of how the legal system handles things. But I guess he said, he's like, this will never go. Yeah. It's like the, he's the, like, my lawyers told me not to say anything about this. He's okay. like, but I'm so confident that this will never go to a court of law because there's literally, there's just nothing there that like, he's like, I need to come out and defend myself in the public. The public perception is like, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Like the public perception. It's like, once you get a, like an accusation like that, if in the public eye, they view you now in a different light, you're kind of fucked. Like, mm -hmm. especially someone like him where that affects his. Yeah. You know, I actually genuinely felt bad for him. Yeah. Also like the Penn stock, the stock crash, people were like front running the article, like basically like the taking, business inside. They were like shorting it and uh, like opening put positions, like options and stuff. Yeah. I don't even want to get into all of that yeah. because then I feel like you're just like starting to play like a, like it's a conspiracy. Okay. Oh, you yeah. did this. Oh, well, you did this yeah. and you did that. And like you're starting to play that game. I think like just if you just read the article on the surface, it's it's already enough to make you start to realize like this actually isn't that big of a deal, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Also, like him, the I shit guess that that first girl is accusing him of is a crime. Yeah. So in my mind, like. If that was real, you would be charging this man with something. You wouldn't just be writing an article about it. If it's not real, then you're not going to bring up any, you know what I mean? Like if that first story is real, Dave should be being charged with basically rape right now. Well, probably what you're saying is it's just a he said, she said, so maybe they just don't have enough to charge. Like it's just an accusation at that point with no proof. But aren't all like kind of. Sexual yeah, but they don't assault. arrest you. Like, I don't think they arrest you like that. Like, just because someone says something. Like, I don't think that's. How, I don't know actually, but I don't think that's how it works. 
that'd be crazy if I could just be like this person and then they're just like cuffed. Like, I don't, I don't know if it works like that. Also, you notice how for all the ones where these people are actually scumbags, they release the story and then it's like 20 other girls start coming forward. Like, oh, this happened to me. This happened to me. This yeah. happened to me. I think he's had a lot of girl, like women say the opposite that like he was respectful. So, mm-hmm. so I guess we'll see what happens, but it, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's just the public perception thing. It's just, you can just kind of say it and see where it, like it, it just, it would be nice to live in a world where it's just like someone does something or someone, if you have an accusation, everyone looks into it, sees what happens. And then here's the result. It did happen. It did not happen. And then everyone just took that and that's it. You know, like you wish it worked that easy. It's yeah. Just not, you're asking people to go against their human it, nature. Yeah. At that point. Like, it doesn't work that way. But it's also like the hit piece aspect of it is, it's just like, it's just dumb that there are these people like, you know, what the problem is the problem is no one reads business insider. Like no one gives. And if you do, you don't like, you like passively read it. Like you'll see an article they tweeted put it, or something. They put it behind a paywall. And they put it behind a paywall. Yeah. So it's like these companies are dying and they're written by journalists that like they're journalists that nobody gives a shit about. And they're like freelance writers and they're like, oh, I need to, you know, I need to get my big, what's my big thing going to be? And at this point, like people just aren't reading things that much, like big op-eds, big long articles. So they're like the thing that gets the most eyeballs and most clicks are like a hit piece, like trying to take someone down. So, you know, I think Dave said they would have been, he knew that the people were getting interviewed for close to a year almost for this article. So it's just like the whole goal is to take them down. Like we're doing everything we can because the end goal is if we take down this person, that's going to be good for us. Like, cause that's what people want is shit like that. People want the drama. Yeah. I don't even think it goes as far to say, take them down. I think it's literally like we are, they probably looked at who trends and who goes viral and they're like, let's pick that person. And cause that's a person with clout too. It's yep. like, and we'll just write an article about them. Yeah. Whatever angle we find fine. And it's also care. like, there's probably cause the video we were, we, you alluded to like the videos came like the, he had sex tapes that came out. So you can kind of already be like, Okay, like he hooks up with younger girls. There's been sex tapes. The sex is a little like he aggressive. He puts a dog and, collar yeah. on them and so, like, rips their head backwards and spits in their fucking so, mouth. So it's like slightly less of a stretch than if you did it to someone where there's like no, I like people don't view them in that light at all. If you watch the video of him, so funny, fucking the girl who that girl actually went on like because everyone when that video came out was like. Like, let's protect that girl. Let's protect it. Did and she like she, start OnlyFans or something? Like, <laughs> she went on a whole like media tour, yeah. defending Dave, yeah, being like, "I'm into that shit." Yeah, it's crazy. That's sick for the boys. Um, should we keep moving? We're we, um, dude, we're almost at an hour. We're being very easily distracted today. Yeah, wait. we might not get through all of our stories. What should we? My last story, I could save. Okay, save your last one. I just I need to play this because it's short. The oh. Is this uh look at this. Greta? Don't say the name, but you know who this is. I don't know who that is. Oh, wait, I yeah. do know who that is. Yeah. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh my god, is that Minnie Mouse naked? No, but you know what I mean? Yes, Mickey, yeah, yeah. Mickey yes. Mouse. Mickey Mouse, yeah, yes. yeah. Mickey Mouse. Wow. Um, okay. She looks good. Wait, so here is Greta Thunberg. Uh pretty sure it's Tune. Tuneberg. Tuneberg. I don't know, but my uh, my friend Tyler does a great like impersonation, you know, like her famous speech when she talked to the UN, which goes, "How dare you!" Yeah, he does that, dude. But like he exaggerates it so hard. But every time he does it, I can't stop. Like, "How dare you!" But he does it so good. Um, I have a hot take. What? The older this actually might not be a hot take. 
the older she gets, the less people care about her. The more unbearable she's going to yes. become. Wait, so she, all right. So Tyler sent me this because he always like impersonates her. Uh, she says it's an NPR post says Greta Thunberg calls for climate justice in protest outside cop 26. I don't know what that is on November 1st. This is, so she starts a chant. I'm going to play it for everyone. It's the worst, it's the worst chant of all time. That's the whole chant. No more blah blah blah. No more blah blah blah. No, like, dude, that is the worst chant ever created. Like, and it's so crazy also to be like, can you imagine going to a protest and you're fucking pissed, and then this little girl is like, starts the worst thing you've ever heard, and you have to go along with it. You're like, yeah, no more blah blah blah. I hate that shit. Like that is, dude, so funny. I watched that on loop for an hour. You know what it made me think of? Like, imagine if we were on here. And I'm sitting here and I'm telling you something about Dave Portnoy and his sexual exploitations. And I was like, I just can't believe that like Dave blah, blah, blah. And like he would just go ahead and blah, blah, blah. You <laughs> no more, would, dude, no more blah, blah, blah. Like people, no more. people would be listening to our podcast and be like, did Casey just not know what he wanted to say there? Is that why he went? Because that's what she did. She was like, no more. And then she couldn't think of the thing she nah. wanted no more of. So she said, blah, blah, blah. I think, all right, I'm going to ruin your take. No, funny, I know but exactly what she yeah, was she's saying. They're just talking. Yeah. But so funny. And fuck her. I can't stand her. She's the worst. And I think her parents use her. I think she's just a puppet for her parents. And I think her parents are snakes. Moving on. Uh, should we actually go in order? We did that. Should I do supply chain? Toonberg. Should I do? Um, no, wait. One more thing about Toonberg. You love her. Uh, I love what she stands for. She just sucks. She does just she suck. She sucks, dude. Like, just sucks. They just ha She just... It's just because it's harder to make fun of a little girl. So she's just like... It's kind of like if, if Republicans use like Candace Owens because she's black so she can talk about black shit and it's like, well, she's black. So you, it's like that. I heard a... Um, I heard an interesting thought on one of my podcasts I listened to on an armchair expert episode from, um, what's the guy's name? Are you plugging other podcasts? I love arm. Everyone knows armchair expert. It's very popular. Um, Paul Bloom. If you listen to the Paul Bloom interview, he's got a really interesting take on empathy. Okay. When you think of empathy, you know, like, uh, put yourself in that person's shoes. You think of that generally as a positive thing, right? Like the ability to be empathetic. Mm -hmm. He, has a take that it's actually a negative thing. Why is that? Because he said it's used to manipulate your thoughts and beliefs and like nothing has ever hit home as much with me ever. Really? Because Why? I think, I think my strongest characteristic about my personality is my empathy, my ability to like, I call it more so not empathy. I call it like my ability to read a room Okay. To know like, okay, that's probably how this person is thinking or feeling right now. That's probably how this person is thinking. Put myself in their shoes. Like, what are they thinking and feeling? He says like, empathy is used as a weapon to make you support something. So for example, like if, and climate change is a bad example, but like if they wanted you to support not having guns, they'd say like, Imagine if you're one of right. the parents yeah, whose kid kids got, got shot, shot in yeah. a mass school shooting. You'd be like, 
oh, fuck. Like, yeah, if I do imagine that, of course I don't want guns anymore. And it's like, that's not actually the, that's bad empathy. That's not actually good empathy. You need to like, when it comes to making laws specifically is what he's saying, empathy should not be being used at all. Yeah. When it comes to making laws, you need to do that objectively, not empathetically or because you feel or have an emotional. People are too, yeah, people utilize their emotions too much in those situations when it's like, you unfortunately have to be a try and objective about it. Yeah, Take exactly. Take the emotions aside. Um, we can move on, though. That just popped into my head. Um, okay. Should I say supply chain or parallel parking? What are you more interested in hearing about? What do you um, all right. Let's pull the listeners right now. All right, listener. All right. Raise your hand. <laughs> no, yell on the count of three. Either yell supply chain or parallel parking. You ready? One, two, three. All right, go ahead. All right. <laughs> you heard him. Uh, I'll do uh, I'll do this. I'll do parallel parking. Why do we Because they yelled it? Cuz they you're not it. doing I it. I didn't you make heard this choice. They yelled it and it's I one of those that things was where like they have a really serious battle rap competition and then they decide the winner based on who they think the crowd cheers louder for. Yeah. That shit pisses me off. <laughs> I'm like, no, put together a polling system. Get we all go into our phone, give us a QR code, Get a we'll box. scan the QR code. Um, okay. <laughs> I was walking with my sister. Sorry, one sec. Okay. Imagine at a rap battle. They're like, like the two rappers rapping. They're like, all right, everyone scan this QR code <laughs> that's on the screen and vote for your, everyone. Would be I like, bet they're going to start doing that if they don't already. I'm not into battle rap now. Maybe it's a thing. It could be. No, but I feel like it's so natural to go. Yeah. Like yell for, yell just, for this guy over here. here. Let me hear it for this guy yeah, over like, here. Yeah, like saying it. Then you have to wait. Everyone's like, oh, it's not scanning. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my phone's not coming up. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Like when you're at a restaurant now with the menus, you're like, oh, it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look at your phone. Yeah, like can I do it off yours? Instead of a menu that two people are squeezing into, it's a phone that two people are squeezing into. (laughs) Okay, go Um, ahead. You and your sister walking. We were walking through Hoboken and we were talking about parallel parking. She posed the uh, question like what, why do we need to reverse into parallel parking? Like to parallel park, why can't you just go forward? Because... I mean, I know the answer. Is there an answer? No, like, all right. If you know the answer, and this will be short and good, because I literally did. I was like, I'm not sure. Your back wheels can't turn. So it's impossible to, like, bring your back end in. But if you have four-wheel drive, what do you mean? That's not true. No, but four-wheel drive doesn't mean your back wheels can turn. It just means your back wheels can go. It's impossible to bring your back end into a spot after your front end is already in, because... You can't turn your back wheels to like make it go this way. Your front end, you have to put your back end in first because you have to like position your back end in. Yeah. And then, and then you the just front. turn and then you bring uh, your front wheels in. Okay. She said that to me and I was like, yeah, why can't you just drive in forward? That's why. Okay. The real question is like, why can't you just turn completely your wheel sideways and just slide that bitch in. Dude, why hasn't anyone done that? Why isn't Tesla done Why that? is that not invented? Elon, fucking do that, dude. Like, they I'd make, rather that than like the automatic parking shit like where it just like auto... I'd exactly. rather be able to just turn the wheels and slide it. Yeah, I like, trust that more. It should still both be automatic and I just press a button. And just, but yeah. if I'm just pressing a button anyway, like why are you doing the hard parallel parking after I press the button and not just completely turning my wheel sideways? 
Like, don't let me naturally turn my wheel sideways yeah. with the just steering hit, wheel. Yes, hit a button. And but just if I'm hitting it. a button, then yeah, could you imagine if like if you just turned your steering wheel too much, or two, your wheels just like do 360s? Like that's probably why it doesn't exist. Is right. Because like people it, it would be idiots and yeah. do that. But if I have to press a button anyway, like do shit that doesn't happen now with my wheels. Yes, there I is that'd be absolutely. Much, I trust that more. Zero way that we can send a man to space, but we cannot turn our wheels sideways all the way on a car to make parallel parking easier. I think it's Elon's fault. I think Elon has to do this. It's on him. I don't even want to get into Elon <laughs> again. I listened back to that last episode and like, you're just so wrong. I love Elon. Jeff Bezos is so much cooler than Elon Stop. Musk. Stop. Although I did have a... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Elon fucking... Wait a sec. Hey, so I'm recording the podcast and we're talking about is Elon. Is that your sister? No, it's my friend Tyler. Does yeah. he work at... Yes, you wish to SpaceX. Do you have anything you want to say about Elon? That speaker. I can, yes, you're, you're literally on. Here, I'll put you on speaker. You're now on the podcast. Do you have anything you want to say about Elon that I'm going to send to him and get you fired for? Yeah, I, I can't speak on that. Um, what do you. Uh, really nice guy, really cares about me. Just, I, I have nothing better. I have a to quick say question him. for him. Can you ask him a question for me? He can hear you. Uh, Tyler, what do you yeah. bring? what do you bring home before taxes on a yearly basis? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't have to answer that you also talked about the Greta Thunberg video and I said you do a good how dare you could you give us one of oh, those oh he's the how dare you guy yeah um, I should be in school <laughs> he goes you should be in school <laughs> yeah that's what yeah, we do it again I forgot <laughs> I'm on the other side of the ocean wait do the school again <laughs> I should be in school <laughs> <laughs> I was saying you did how dare you, but you're right. You do the how sh I should be in school. Yeah. The whole thing is, how dare you? This is wrong. I should be in school. That's no I, more blah blah blah. That's what that's what I played on the thing. <laughs> I played. Yeah, I, Sorry, but that is the fucking worst chance. <laughs> That's why I said I'm like, like, imagine being an adult and like you're like, yeah, no more blah 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 with like a little girl. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna finish up. Thanks for doing that. That was great timing. I'll call you after. Yeah. Uh, okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's cute that's, that he says love you at the end. I say it to all my friends. Um, that's very funny that he called because yeah, <laughs> I should be in school. Yeah, that's what he does. Um, I had a good tweet. Yeah, he called right when I was bashing Elon Musk too. Yeah. I had a good tweet. I'm trying to find. Um, oh, Elon Musk is on a roll. It says Elon Musk owning someone on Twitter. Classic Elon. And I actually really love that he did this. So somebody, they wrote an article. CNN Business wrote an article. You're just not listening to me? Wait, sorry. Tyler texted me, said I didn't say I love you back when I hung up. So you have to if say you're I listening, Tyler, I love you. Um, Elon Musk or CNN Business wrote an article. The headline is, 2% of Elon Musk's wealth could solve world hunger. Oh, yeah. And he was like, says director of UN Food Scarcity Organization. And he said, if if WFP, what's the World Food Program, if World Food Program can describe on this Twitter thread exactly how $6 billion will solve world hunger, I will sell Tesla stock right now and do it. He said, but it must be open source accounting so the public sees precisely how the money is spent. And they're not going to do shit about it. Somebody responded and said, 
Headline not accurate, 6 billion will not solve world hunger, but it will prevent geopolitical instability, mass migration, and save 42 million people on the brink of starvation. An unprecedented unprecedented crisis and a perfect storm due to COVID, conflict, and climate crises. So he's saying like, Elon, regardless of if six billion will solve world hunger, it'll do a lot. If you can afford it, you should still give us six billion because it'll help. And Elon just replied and said, "What happened here?" With a news article, and the news article he sent is starving children as young as nine forced to give UN officials oral sex to get food. <laughs> is that like real or is that a fake article? Uh, it's dead. It has it to be seems fake. Real. Like the onion? No, it's real. It seems like it is real. What yes. the fuck? Yeah. It's basically, I mean, I, I don't doubt that it's real. Anytime you get an organization as big as the UN, you're going to have fucked up individuals in it. I say the same thing about race. That's my policy on race. What do you mean? Like when people are like racist about certain things yeah, or like, like they'll make like overgeneralizations about race, like someone's race, meaning they're going to act this way. I always say, and it's actually a Bill Burr line, people of every kind are shitty. suck. Yeah. There are soldiers that fucking suck. Yeah. There are super religious people that fucking suck there are black people that suck there yeah. are mexicans that suck there's white people that say, suck. say white people on the list yeah <laughs> don't just Put white people on there there's mexicans say there's, white gay, people. there's gays there's <laughs> black there's like don't name white people <laughs> everything else they all suck <laughs> yeah and they all had people that suck <laughs> all of those kinds oh <laughs> uh, this having a week off is dangerous i feel like we're, this a, little, we're, we're a little reckless I think. we are a little reckless uh, this is like cancel this is the canceled episode right here yeah we're, this is when you don't when you don't realize you're going to be canceled and you're just kind of going with the flow yeah, and you're like oh we're time. so funny we're on a roll yeah this is the episode that gets us fucked <laughs> <laughs> I was actually kind of hoping you were going to cry this episode because I was like, oh, that'd be a good clip. Maybe this will take off. <laughs> it would be a good clip. Yeah. Should I have? I'm, that's actually a skill of mine. I think I've said that. I can cry on command very well. Anyway, back to parallel yes. parking really quick. Okay. Yeah. Parallel park. There is nothing. Have we talked about this already? We've talked about parallel parking, I think, like once at least. There is nothing like whipping into a spot on the first try. It, it's a good feeling. I, there was a period... When I moved to Hoboken, I, I probably said this because we had discussed parallel parking before. Like a uh, two month period, I've always bragged about how good I am parallel parking. Like always would. I would brag to my friends and then park in a tight spot and crush it first try. So I had so much confidence and it never jinxed me or anything. And then there was this one month period, I just forgot how to parallel park and I could I could not you park. You had the yips. Dude, I had the yips <laughs> so bad, I couldn't park in I, the biggest spot ever, couldn't figure it out. And, it, and I wasn't gonna cry. I'm like, what happened to me? Like, do I have a problem? Like, am I like, so am I like shaking or like I don't know what's wrong? So when I go back and forth from parking the Jeep that we have and parking the van, the van is fat. Like the van's got a yeah, fat ass a, on it. He's a thick boy. Yeah, he's a real thick boy. So you like just I don't have to get as close as I usually get to the curb. So every single time I parallel, I did it with you the one time. Yeah. Every time I parallel park the van, I just like am like running up on the curb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You went right over. Yeah, I literally true. have because I had to run to a work meeting. I was like, I don't have time to keep trying parallel parking here. I have left the van parked where like the sideways. two right wheels are up on the curb, <laughs> and it's a big curb, so the whole van is kind of like this. It's gonna tilt, tilt it to the side. Yeah, is insane. But uh, no, that's the best feeling ever. Yes, it is. It makes you feel like a man. That's how. That's how you're a real man. Um, all right, so we don't actually have. So what are what are we at? Should we just talk about Astro World? Because it's hour fifteen, fifteen okay. minutes. Let's say we have. Um, all right, well let let me talk about because I I started my stand up comedy class this yeah, week. Yeah, talk about that. And yeah, I kind of yeah. want to follow up with you guys on because you did discuss that you were going to do it, and now you had a class. I had one class. 
Two classes? One, one class. One class. Um, the showcase for any Mikeys that are local to New York City. I'm going to invite all you guys to the showcase. It's going to be at the Comedy Cellar. That's going to be sick, dude, at the Comedy Cellar. It's like during the day, though. So it's not I, like I'm going yeah, on. I'm going to be headlining. Yeah, I'm not going on for people that are paying to be there. Yeah. It's during the day. I think it's the weekend of, I want to say it's December 4th. Is that Saturday? I will be around that day, I think. Okay. So you can all come and watch me at the Comedy Cellar on stage, give my little showcase performance. So. Uh-huh. That's when it'll be. But we had our first class and there was, it was really interesting. So uh, the biggest thing I was worried about going into it was if you look up online, like if you even try and look up best comedy class in New York City or reviews for comedy class in New York City, the overwhelming sentiment you see is people saying, they suck. If you need to take a class, you should not try and do stand up comedy. Okay. So that was my biggest concern. And I was like, this is this dumb? Am I wasting my money? If I need this, do I, should I even try and do this stuff anyway? Like that kind of thing. A, I will say I'm really glad I did it after class number one because A, the teacher in the class, she just thinks in a way that I don't think. Like she is, I'll give you an example. So part of the class was like bring, she asked us, the one question she asked, she's like, Tell me something that you are afraid of. And we're going to turn that into a joke, basically. And she's like, if you like are already writing jokes and stuff like that, and you want to either go off topic or you just want to try and, you know, bring me a joke that about something you're afraid of and we can go from there. Awesome. If you like this is your first ever foray, just tell me something you're afraid of and we'll build a joke from that. So I went through my little jokes notepad and a funny joke that I have in there that's about something I'm afraid of is this idea that I grew up in such a small little like all white town that I'm like so afraid of being perceived as racist. Like, yeah, we talked about that. You can give off those vibes depending on your outfit. Exactly. And like, <laughs> I am like not at all racist. And I'm not afraid of being racist because I'm just not. I'm afraid that people around me are going to perceive me as racist or that I might say something that I don't realize because of how yeah. I grew up that I don't realize is like disingenuous is the say. right is the wrong term. Not disingenuous. Um, it's inappropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah. Not, inappropriate is not what I'm looking for. I mean, like offensive, basically. Okay. Like something that's offensive to someone because of their race or something that's racist. So I say that as like my biggest fear. And she's like, you know what really interested me about that? She's like, tell me more about that town you grew up in with a thousand people and it's all white. Like she's like, what about that town like makes it super white? And I was like, okay, like thinking of something. She's like, like, for example, she's like, what's the name of the town? And I was like, well, it's called Tunkanic. And she was like, so right there, she's like, you know, your town sounds like it was named, you know, by a group of white people who conquered a tribe to live there. <laughs> and I was like, yes, exactly. And like that, like just being able to think like that. So I came up with some examples of basically super white things that make my town white. And I want to know what your favorites are. Okay. Should I start with my favorite or should I like not tell you which ones are my favorite? Just like, yeah, mix them all up. Okay. So I graduated with, so imagine like this is, I'm telling the joke, like, I'm from the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. And you know, you know, one of those towns where you can tell by the name that white people conquered a tribe in order to live here. Like, like my town is so white that I graduated with 20 Joshes and zero Jamals. Okay. <laughs> okay. That one was all right. Um, blackface meant you worked on your truck a lot that day. That's a good one. Um, like that. Our big event was bring your tractor to school day. 
That's just a fact about my town. I, I like, is that, a, wait, that's a real thing? Yes, we had bring your tractor to school, Dad. That's a good one. Especially if that's real. Um, cops pulled the Italian kids over. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Because well, I'm Italian. So that's, so that's a gonna, winner. You have to see where your crowd is, though. Like, I'm Italian, so that's, like, funny to me. But if the person, if they're not Italian. But I think, realize, so really where that joke came from is I was going to say, like, we made Mexican jokes about the Italian kids. Because we would like, yeah, we'd be like, I would get that too. Yeah, I got that growing up. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like that was, but then I was like, mm, how can I make that better? Um, cornrows are a source of income. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one too. So the last two were my favorite and those are the two that you laughed at the most. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Those are, that's like what I wrote down so far, but that's kind of like the idea of the class. And then, so for our assignment, she's like, take that thing we started from and build it out into like a real joke basically. So is that. So like, are all the jokes you're working on throughout the class, those are going to be like your set? Basically? Maybe. I, she said probably all of them won't get used in the set. Right. But like, because the set's only four minutes. Yeah. So you have to like kind of narrow it down to like what you want to be in the set. But I, I'm excited about it. I think, I thought it was. I think you're on good track already. I liked, so A, it made me very confident. That's good. Because I did tell my class about my podcast and told them the name of the podcast. So if anyone's listening. They know you had to force them. What's that? <laughs> they know you had a foursome. They at least know I had a foursome. <laughs> and they also know what I'm about to say, which is that I believe I'm the funniest person in the class. Oh, shit. So it made me confident. Are you talking shit Which now? going to, I've gone to open mics and not ever actually had the balls to go up on stage. But going to open mics has made me believe that I can do it. That's because good. the people that do go up on stage, I'm like, well, I'd be funnier than that guy. Yeah. You definitely get a mixed bag and you're probably getting a lot of bad. You're have to sit through. Exactly. Yeah. So that's one thing. The second thing I like about it is it's like exercising that muscle that I don't ever exercise. Right. Like regardless. Well, that's why the, like comedians do it all the time. Like they have to yeah. go up constantly. Regardless because if, you have if to this flex teacher, muscle, yeah. if this teacher doesn't teach me anything, just the fact that once a week for three hours every week, I need to think about comedy and try and write comedy jokes. The class is worth it enough on its own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because otherwise you like you always say this you have to spend money on something for you to care about it yes that's why you that. buy all this fancy equipment right. that we don't need for our podcast yeah. is because you're like it'll make me care more about the podcast yeah you feel more obligated to take it same way like try, i yeah. spent four hundred dollars on a stand-up comedy class so now i'm actually going to care about right. it at least for the next six you have weeks. to justify the money you spent for exactly. it exactly exactly see chance is what he's talking about dude um, so that's all that's i want cool, to say about the I think class. i'll keep you guys posted as to how it's going i think that was a good start honestly um all right, should we say Astroworld? Astroworld had a, a festival. Travis Scott was headlining Friday, which was yesterday for us recording. Uh, so the story just broke. Uh, he brought out Drake. Apparently there was a big crowd. Like the crowd was going crazy. Everyone pushing forward. People started getting crushed. When Drake came out, people started pushing harder. And apparently, I think they said eight or nine people died. Like over 20 people were hospitalized. Um, and then they canceled the show. Uh, it says, oh yeah, seven, eight people are Sorry. dead and 17 people are hospitalized. Um, I'm yelling at someone who's telling me now that she's not coming to Friendsgiving today. That's so fucked, especially to say at the last she second. She said, I feel like I might bail. I'm just not moving. LOL, drinking coffee and relaxing, trying to muster up some energy because she went out last night and I responded, I love being petty to people. So I responded, it's all right. It's not like I told you about this ahead of time. It was really last minute. So no big deal. You wouldn't have even known this was happening today. Even though it was a month ago. Yeah. 
Uh, more than a month ago, probably. Oh, so this Astro World story, this is crazy. It's crazy, but I'm not surprised because I've been at festivals where, dude, if if you're a girl and you're not tall enough, I guess short guys too, if you're not tall enough to like be over people, I've been in crowds where like people, you just get suffocated. Like people just get crushed. They're not getting any oxygen. They pass out. The people just pass them over the railing and like, it's like an unconscious girl because they're just too... I, but I this sounded different. Happening. This sounded and I can't even comprehend different. how... And like... Eight people dying is all, and like 20 something hospitalized. Like, how crazy could it have gotten? So, people were like, Is it from trample, like lack of oxygen? I don't think they know. I yet. saw people like all, like a bunch of the videos I saw were like people like trying to get Travis's attention. So, I've heard, I've seen a lot of backlash at Travis Scott for this. Why is this fault? For two reasons. One, he performs too good. He like just continued performing. But did they know that was happening? I mean, there was an ambulance in the middle of the crowd that like was having trouble getting out of the crowd. Like they had to drive an ambulance into the crowd. No way. They had to drive an ambulance into the crowd. And to he kept get someone, performing. And it was having trouble getting out. And there's like a video of this ambulance, like lights on trying to get out of the crowd. And Travis is just performing still on stage. I guess with the problem, like, but people and also do I heard go that in like, an ambulance at like, that's definitely, that's not uncommon. Travis and what, what's his brand? Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. I mean, that's like a Travis and, and Cactus has. Jack and Astro World is his festival as well, yeah, right? Yeah. Their whole vibe is cause is like cause chaos, break shit. Do he got kicked? Do you know Lollapalooza in 2018? What happened? So he started performing at Lollapalooza in 2018, and then he started yelling to his fans that like they should. He started yelling like everybody with a green shirt on like just stand down and get the fuck back talking to the security guards. Uh, and he was yelling at his fans that they should jump the railing, like jump the fence and come join him on stage. And then the stage got overwhelmed with people. And then like Lollapalooza came on and they were like, if you guys don't get off the stage, like we have to end the show. And so they like got everyone off the stage and then ended the show. Like Lollapalooza was like, shut it down. Yeah. Cause he also started chanting like something that was like, break shit or something like that. Like he was basically trying to start yeah. a riot and like the whole brand. Like, I think you can't get arrested for that. You if, can't. If he's doing that. Yeah. He got arrested for it yeah. at Lollapalooza yeah. and he got sense. banned from Lollapalooza, but then they brought him back this year. <laughs> but anyway, he like, that's his whole aesthetic. His whole brand vibe is like, let's fucking like, you should try and jump fences to get into my shows yeah. and like shit like that. If you look at the Astro World promo leading up to this, it was like all about like how Astroworld's going to be like madness and craziness and, you know, it's just going to be a free well, for all. He was right. <laughs> but then like the videos I see of people, like so many people, like they were, there was the, the fans were chanting, stop the show. Really? Because of how so bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I would do if I was in a crowd and someone died right next to me. And I'm like, yo, I think this person's like out cold. I have been in a crowd and people have passed out next to me. And then the thing you do is like, but it's like, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. If it must have been happening so often or there must have been something about the environment there and like maybe too many people for the area where like it was so obvious that this wasn't going to work anymore and everyone must have been so uncomfortable that like they're chanting stop the show. Because I've been at concerts where people have passed out next to me. Yeah, but like all of all us were like pretty comfortable still yeah you know what i mean it was like oh that person must have drank too much whatever and like you know you flash your flashlight in the air security yeah. guards come over they get, get that, them over the rail get them help yeah. get them over the rail yeah all that stuff 
this was like everyone in the crowd being like, not only do we want this person to get help, but like, like we're all, we would all like to leave. Yeah, we're all getting fucked up right now. Yes. It's just, I, I believe it though, because I have been at shows where it's like, you see like people, it's definitely like a lack of oxygen, I think. I think it's like short, because I've even almost had that because I'm not the tallest guy, but I'm perfectly average height, don't forget. Where it's like, sometimes even I've started to feel like, yeah, it's harder, it's hard to breathe. Like if it's hot, there's so many people, you're kind of getting like your chest getting crushed. You're underneath people. I, I can understand it happening for sure, so. I've never, I, I actually like love that vibe probably because I'm a big guy and so I can kind of command my I own space. I do too, but the problem is like as I've gotten older, it's just, I, I realized that the last festival I went to. I just always worry about Haley. I'm like, she yeah, probably isn't about into a, this. I would be stressed out if I was with a girl at a festival, but the last one I was at, it was Tyler the Creators Festival, Camp Flognaut in LA a few years ago, a couple years ago. And- It was like, what, like 200, 300 people there? It's crazy. It was huge. And I was like decking, like I, like I realized I'm basically fighting little kids. I'm like, all right, like I'm too old to be like pushing an 18 year old. I got to stop going to these things. That was uh-huh. like, I, I was like a Flatbush, Flatbush Zombies was performing and people were like passing out, beating each other up. I lost my hat. And I was like, yeah, like I'm just too old for this at this point. It's a big swallow your pride moment. Yeah. It's you got to swallow your pride at concerts and just let people who are assholes you. push in front of you and whatever. Cause like you're just going to stress yourself out trying to stop that from happening but that's why for the most part now i'm like really only going to go to concerts where i can kind of have a seat or oh get or the fuck like, out of here or if it's like an Dude, r&b well, i'm calling off the podcast if no. you go to concerts and you buy seats if it's like a radio if it's at radio city you have to if it's at like msg and there's just the ga section the ga section is all I've little never, kids you're getting crushed like i've never been to a is that my door someone knocking on my door i think that I was my not. phone oh i've never been to um like I only go because I've never Crater. been to a concert at an arena. Tyler Crater is big enough that he performs at arena, so that's why I go. I'll never go to a concert, but at an I arena. prefer going to smaller venues for sure. But like I'll go to like an R and B show where it's a more mature, chill vibe. It's not like people moshing. And then people sit back in those seats in arenas where they're like up. You actually sit down. You don't stand for the whole concert. It's like up and down. I don't want to go to a concert where I'm not standing. The problem the is I don't thing. have a choice unless I sit in the general admissions, and so like I'm just getting bodied by little kids. Like I'm sweating and. That's oh, knocking. that's a hundred percent. Someone knocking. Should we end it or should we just have wow, them jump on? Them them Figure out who it is. You could be on it if you want. Thank you. Someone's painting Casey's door, so we should probably They're painting my door. So we will wrap things up. We should wrap it up. It's uh, a good uh, ending time. This was a weird episode. This was, was a, a weird, a weird it was episode. A wacky episode. It was a wacky episode. I think it was the week off. But I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I think we're about to be on a roll. I feel like we got this week. Yeah. I feel like we got a little crazy. Should we, you know what I was thinking about my stand-up comedy class that I meant to bring up, but I didn't. Should I, like, between my, I mean, I feel Don't like Don't burn my, your jokes. No, I feel like my coach, like, I should invite her to come on. Like, our teacher, my teacher. Because we've be talked about wanting to have, like. A third person, yeah. Yeah, and, times. but not, like. I don't want big name stand-up comics. I don't want someone that comes on and I'm going to want to interview them. Yeah. I want someone that just wants to come on shoot and just the shoot shit. the shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the problem is like, I don't know if I'm going to get any of those people here. How about you do it after the class? Like maybe once you finish the class, if it goes well and like she likes you because like, oh, Casey was like- She likes me morning. already. I can tell. Yeah. So I think, I think I'm down for that. Yeah. All right. It's definitely loud. We should definitely end it. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you guys. It's been a great one.